The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Coming up to 340 on the 630 Chad Afternoon News. 425 is when you'll hear your next word of the day, your chance to win your way on the winter getaway with... Me and Andrews, we head off to Montego Bay, Jamaica. Can't wait. So excited about this. We've been asking for it for a while. Our listeners have been out. Those Mm. who travel with us have traveled with us in the Mm -hmm. past have asked for this destination. And uh, uh, Dennis over at New West came through for us this year. It's a great deal. I'm I'm excited, too, to be be doing... It's eight nights instead of... That's right. It's eight nights this year. Yeah. I'm assuming the day after the trip is also a day off, I would assume, for us to... No. Really? No, I think we get back very late Sunday night. I We're think in that's work right. On Monday. Oh, I'm surprised to hear that, but okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, we're talking about things that uh, get the attention of uh, the internet. Were we not? Like pole dancing at a kindergarten? Well, oh, and just, and by the way, someone said, mm. well, if it wasn't kind of associated with, you know, stripping, would that. this be a story? And I'm like, yeah, we talked last week about pole dancing as um, yes. as a workout, as a great um, uh, physical yeah. whatever. So, yeah, simmer down. Yeah, I, I actually answered as well because, again, you have to sort of look at... Uh, it was a kindergarten class. It was a kindergarten class and how she, you know, high heels, yeah. shorty shorts, and really yeah. tight little she, yeah. crop top. It yeah. was quite something um this it wasn't for a kindergarten class no it's just it definitely wasn't i would be more appropriate entertaining a kindergarten class that actually speaks volumes um do you know how uh at sporting events uh they sometimes pan the audience when nothing else is going on and and sometimes there's something funny going on mm-hmm. like yeah i know there's during the o- sophomore girls not too long ago with the yes, selfies and then we heard right. the rest of the story there because that's there was right. a promo going on and that's why all these girls were taking selfies but they were teased <laughs> mercilessly by the sports announcers first yeah and you see you know the the mom and dad talking and the mm-hmm. you know the kid more interested in the game like mm-hmm. just stuff like that and it's it's a good throwaway sort of couple of seconds for network tv so on monday uh, at the U.S. Open, a uh, U.S. Open fan was captured on video enjoying some uh, tasty snacks during the uh, tennis tournament. Mm-hmm. It, what she had was fried chicken. Now, uh, apparently in the States, it may be here too, I don't know, fried chicken fingers are a popular concession stand, uh, snack. So I don't know if that's true because I've never, I've never been a fan of... You don't like chicken fingers? Yeah, not much. Oh, they're my favorite. What am I? Well, it's, it brings back memories of university. Not to get back to that <laughs> conversation, that and those little fish sticks or whatever. I ate a lot of those raw, by the way. But anyway, oh, I know, no. I know, but I didn't have a way to cook them. Anyways, I do not have a way to cook them. Well, a toaster oven. A lot of those things hadn't been invented yet. I'm quite a bit older than you. You weren't allowed to have a toaster oven. You weren't allowed to have anything in residence that created heat, which was weird because you could have a fridge, which is actually far more dangerous. But anyway. Okay. Um, so they sort of, they pan over and there's this woman and she's eating a piece of uh, chicken figure, chicken strip, whatever you call it. But in doing so, she dips the chicken into a tall glass of Coke, it looks like. Freaking Some, everybody out. And yeah, and I mean, the ESPN broadcasters they're watching it the same as we are, right? Um, what the? Yeah, he's, one of them says, well, that's a new one. And <laughs> the next thing you know, that clip of her doing that goes viral. So it's it's gone around the world now, and mm. people are weighing in all over the place on both sides of this. Um, and, of course, it brings it does bring back memories. Do you remember, uh, 
was it a tennis match that on Seinfeld that uh, George was at and he was eating ice cream and they panned in on him and he was all messy or whatever? Mm. Sort of brings back memories of that. But it is really funny that you can have a lot of topics that are really important and you can have very few people weigh in on them. And maybe it's because they feel like they don't know enough about the topic to weigh in on it. But this one has gotten so much reaction, so many people weighing in on both sides saying she has every right to dip it in Coca-Cola and others saying, why would you ever dip it in Coca-Cola? So my question is, is there that one thing, with what time we have left between now and 4 o'clock, to our listeners at 6.36, is there that one thing, that one, you know, maybe you're on a first date or perhaps, you know, a new friend or a co-worker or where they just do something, specifically with food, but you just go, what? Or has it been a problem? Have you been trained out of doing something? I had a girlfriend who put ketchup on everything. To the point of being ridiculous. You put ketchup on salad. Just love the taste of ketchup. Well, I think all sorts of people have all sorts of weird food combinations that they absolutely love that everyone else would freak out, like dipping um, a chicken finger in a in Wouldn't a, a Coca-Cola. Would you still be well, able she, to drink your Coke? She went on to say, because she's yeah. been on like all the major talk shows That's in, in America is. and yeah. whatever, and she was with her niece and nephew and had said pretty much off the top, okay, kids, don't tell anybody I'm going to do this. <laughs> she says it was just something that she has done and she had dated someone or she knew someone that also had done the same thing. She says, and if the chicken's really hot, you can cool it down doing that. But the sweet, getting, and, getting the con- sweet and salty might yeah. be good. Getting concession food to your seat hot, I don't <laughs> think it's been an issue for anybody ever in the history of sports. <laughs> I've certainly, unless you eat it as they hand it to you, it's typically cooled down. But fine. It, it's like, do you remember another Seinfeld episode where George started eating chocolate bars by cutting them with a knife and fork and it caught on? It was just an odd habit. I'm, I'm guessing you're not a Seinfeld I'm fan. Not a huge Seinfeld fan. Oh, okay. Well, that's a great show. Won a lot of awards. Anyway. But you know, is it like there's like peanut butter bacon and peanut butter and pickles, sandwiches, ketchup? Are you kidding me? So some of these weird food combinations are coming in. Ketchup in my chicken noodle soup. Why? Waxman, what the? And mustard <laughs> on my French fries. Oh, mustard on French fries? Actually, that doesn't sound bad. Mm. I'll try it with one. Raspberry jam on grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh. Okay, this one's just dipping cinnamon buns in chili. Come on, that's not even a no, thing. No, you didn't do that. Peanut butter and onion sandwich. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut butter and onion. Well, my dad loves sardine sandwiches. They're the most tasteless well, they're not tasteless. They're the worst tasting fish ever. And he would, like, get up and fry them up in the morning. Well, you know, Morley puts um, jam on Cheese Whiz toast every morning. It's Cheese Whiz and then puts jam on it. Okay, well, that's he needs to get I that know, I don't. I've said I'm not sure we can be friends anymore. He needs to, next time Gans is in, we need to <laughs> find out what that means. I don't know about chicken and Coke, but fries are pretty good dipped in ice cream. <laughs> oh, I've seen people do that. Oh, a couple of you. A couple of people saying this. Dairy Queen onion rings dipped in a strawberry milkshake. Um, French fries dipped in a vanilla milkshake. My five-year-old asked for cheese and (laughs) peanut butter sandwich and dipped it in ranch. (laughs) I don't feel well. Fries and whipped butter. Yeah, well, fries and butter, it's just like putting butter on your potatoes, right? I put cheese whiz in my mashed potatoes. Well, of course. Why wouldn't you? A beer and ice cream float. Well, that's just because you've had a few. 
<laughs> That's where they fell. Sardines and sweet pickles. That's what's on your sardines shirt. Sardines and sweet pickles? <laughs> Not unless you're eight months pregnant. Peanut butter and I'm guessing that is a sardine sandwich. Yeah, Dale. My guilty pleasure is cheese whiz and uh, strawberry jam on toast. Same thing as that Morley guy. Huh. Pizza and ranch dressing is good. Yeah, very good. Put some hot sauce on there too. It's even better. Mustard on my brown beans. Mm. Ketchup on mac and cheese. Yeah. I uh, lived with a guy once that would put chili, uh, not chili, um, curry powder on, on craft dinner. Curry powder on craft dinner. Yeah. Why? Why Just bother? To... It's craft dinner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what are you Maybe that's to fancy why he was putting it on there. What are you, a bit of a... Fancy pants. Yeah, look at the fancy pants. Put the powder on the craft dinner. You gourmet, you. I'm I trying to. I sprinkle sugar on top of homemade macaroni and cheese. Really? Why would you ruin homemade macaroni and cheese by sprinkling sugar on it? I'm trying to remember the combination. I know I've told you before. I've written it down. I think I've got it right. So my mom would make us as a treat. This was a treat: cottage cheese. That she oh, yeah. would she would pour orange juice over, so and it would run all over the place like it would be the it, cottage cheese just sitting in a pool of orange juice, and then she would crunch graham wafers over yeah, top of yeah. it, and then to finish things off uh, a big spoonful of sugar and sprinkle that over it and to be honest with you it tastes really good we ate it up, we loved it, I've tried it since as an adult I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Uh, see, I think some of you guys are just teasing us, trying to get us to read this. Banana split with mustard. Don't knock it till you try it. No, I think you're joking. White spaghetti with sugar. <sighs> scrambled eggs on toast with mustard. I love eating my scrambled eggs on toast, but mustard? Yeah, I put mustard on eggs. Like Yellow egg mustard on fried eggs. Like A lot of yeah. people put mustard yeah. on eggs, yeah, yeah. really. Mm -hmm. Something to think about? Yeah, slider. Mm, good. <laughs> Maple syrup on steak? Me mm. Uh, what's that? Cheese whiz and dill pickle sandwiches on white bread. Uh, dinner for me, I like to have a bologna sandwich, take a bite, and then take a sip of pop and eat that together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, sometimes you ask and it's like, Ugh. You know what I haven't ever been able to get my head around? <laughs> no pun intended. That head cheese stuff. Have you ever eaten that stuff? No, I've mm. seen it. Yeah. I don't, I, honestly, I, can't I get don't understand I can't, it. I can't get past the... The smell? The look. Yeah. And the smell. And the jelly bit. And the, yeah. It's kind of like spam and click. Yeah, well, you know, you know I'm actually a big fan of spam, so I'm not going to comment on that. I haven't had it in years. And probably it's like cottage cheese with green wafers, orange juice, and sugar on it that it tasted good back in the day. Well, my mm. mom fried it up and put it on toast. Mm. Kimchi soup and cheese whiz or Ichiban and cream of celery soup. Okay. Years ago, I went out with a girl that liked to put ketchup on each French fry. So we'd go somewhere like McDonald's. She'd ask for about 10 packages of ketchup. Yes. And then proceed to put ketchup on it one fry at a time. It would drive me nuts. Well, wait a second. Now, I don't know if this is the same thing or if we dated the same girl. But <laughs> I dated somebody here in Alberta years ago, of course, that would ask for a ton of ketchup packages. But it wasn't to squirt them on the French fries. She would rip them open and uh, enough of a hole. And then she would take each fry... And dip it individually into the package and then eat it. And then take the next fry and dip it into the package. And then when the package was, she would go to the next package. But it was like it was the most inefficient dipping sauce ever. But <laughs> And it would take her forever to eat her fries. Oh. It wasn't even the ketchup that bothered me or the process. It was the 
I'm not going to spend the rest of my life with some woman who takes two and a half days to eat a fries. How long does it take her to get dressed? You know what I mean? Like, you got to start with this. I'm sure that's not the question you were asking. This is a red flag. <laughs> Okay, there's some more of the weird food combos coming in. Okay. Kraft Dinner and Brown Beans. That doesn't sound bad. Maraschino cherries wrapped in bacon. Maraschino cherries wrapped in bacon, okay. Soy sauce on any plain pasta. Hmm. My father-in-law, God bless his soul, really enjoyed a nice feed of chicken feet and a couple of the Pope's noses. <laughs> My parents ate pig's feet, says John. Pig's feet? Mm -hmm. Why is that a thing? I was offered blood sausage when I was in England. No, thanks. I'll pass. Yeah, me too. Uh, my dad was a beekeeper. We used to love the bee larvae fried in garlic and butter. Head cheese and mustard. Yum, yum. Head cheese and dill Havarti. Yum, yum. <laughs> Stop it. Pickled herring with onions and sour cream on a bagel. Wait, preem buns. What's that? Premium buns? Prem prem buns? What is, is that a thing? I don't know. Mash it up like you would a potato, add a can of mushroom soup, onions, cheese, and spread it on a bun and and broil it in the oven till brown. That was a recipe on a can somewhere back in the 50s, I'm sure of it. <laughs> she mentioned this as well. A texter has let us know. We always appreciate when you do this. 149th Street and 112th Ave also has Fender Bender heading south on 142nd, north of 107th Avenue is a place to avoid. Both look very recent. Thanks for letting us know. Oh, okay. I have no idea what prime haggis. Uh, yeah. I've not had real haggis. I've had kind pretend of just the, I've had the pretend haggis where it's been like the ground beef and maybe some inner bits and oatmeal and spices inside the the sheep's stomach, but not the actual just all innards. Yeah. I, I, the whole awful thing, the whole innard business, eating a, an animal nose to tail, good on you if you can do that. You know, bless your pointed little head that you're not wasting anything, but... No. <laughs> I, I'm not eating the hearts. I'm not eating the liver. I'm not eating the tongues. I'm not eating the kidneys. So so listen to this. Not not doing it. Not eating the intestines or the... So my dad. Bomb. Whose dressing recipe is still, to my way of thinking, the best dressing yeah. recipe in the world, handed down by his mom to him mm. and, and from him to me. And it includes what he refers to as the innards. Yeah, yeah. Right? So whatever vital organs are in that bag that are stuffed in... The giblets. Yeah, the, whatever. And he would... You boil... I remember the, it called for them to be boiled and then <sighs> blended and then mixed in with everything else. So that... And that, he said, adds the tang, he would the say. richness to it. Yeah, because yeah. all the blood. But one time... Oh. At Christmas, uh, he's making his dressing and there's no bag of organs. So he's like, oh, where's the bag of... You know, whatever. My dad. He's a lot like me, now that I think about it. I don't even have to do an impression. He sounds exactly like me. Or he sound, he's like, where's the bag of, you know... And he's causing a fit in the kitchen, as gross men will do. Did somebody take the bag of... You know, like, why? Yeah, that's right, Dad. We slipped down last night when you weren't looking. Grabbed the bag. Anyway, so he does the dressing anyway, stuffs the turkey, right? Well, as he's stuffing the turkey, he finds the bag, because it was, like, just up there a little further than he had anticipated. So, And he stuffed it by hand, of course, just, you know... So he pulls the bag out, and he's like, duh. And my mom right away, she was like, well, just blend it up and like mix it. He's like, nah, it's too late, right? So he just 
sews up the turkey, because that's how you used to do it, right? Needle and thread. Sews up the turkey, puts the turkey in the oven, and then he looks at the bag. And all of us just froze in the kitchen. We all just froze because we knew exactly what was about to happen. He reaches into the bag and pulls out, I don't know, a heart? Like, I don't even know what organ that is, and plops it in his mouth. And not only, and chews it. Like, doesn't even, doesn't even, you just, and looks at us and says, Tangy. <laughs> I wish he was still around just for a few minutes so I could talk to him again and say, Dad, over all the years, <laughs> what was your hope would be the memory that we would take forever? Do you think it would be that you instilled confidence in this, that you taught us to survive, that you made us fighters, that, that you forced us to get an education, which we're now proud of? Or was it the fact that you took some organ out of a, a raw organ, they're not cooked, ate it, and, and went tangy? God, that was disgusting. I have an idea. I can't even tell you my mother's story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Equally disgusting. <laughs> it had nothing to do with food. I suspect that we need to take that little bit of yes. Papa Gross story. Yeah. Play it about a half an hour before dinner time every night. <laughs> <laughs> we will be bathing soon, ready for Jamaica. I am starving. Are you <laughs> listening to this? The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.